Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. My guest for this episode is Karen Gann. Karen is a mom. She's been a certified parent, life, and leadership coach for 10 years. She's a certified teacher and has taught for 20 years. And she has been a change agent for the past 18 years. Without further ado, here's Karen Gann. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. Today I have as my very special guest, Karen Grand. And I've been sitting up here butchering her name as we're sitting up here talking and everything. And she has just been so kind to me. And today she's going to share with us on a couple of topics near and dear to my heart, how you as a parent can lead and also if we have a moment, she might get into uh, executive parents can have it all at home and work. So without further ado, I'm turning it over to you, Kieran. What do you have for my parents today? Oh, thank you, Stan, for uh, bringing me here today. I'm so happy to be here talking with you. And, you know, I think parenting has been always such an important topic. And then this year, especially during a pandemic, my goodness, the things that we have learned and especially how we've learned about the ways in which work and parenting are so much more intertwined in our lives. Yes, they are. You know, the conditions of what happened with kids coming home and parents having to figure all this, these aspects of life out. I think it just, it kind of put up a mirror to all of us and just said, like, it's always asked us, parenting asks us, what is most important, you know? And I think that this year, more than ever, we really had to answer that question day in and day out. We had to learn more than ever how we were going to show up and really be there to be a, a model of what matters. And oh, also, don't you it. think, Stan? I, I mean, that's what I mean, it's you, all about. You, you, I love your analogy of the bear because the bear sort of tells you that you it's something you're faced with in front of you and foremost. And yes, that's, that's what we find ourselves involved in here today because we're we're used to sending our kids away, which I call the away game. You send them away to school and they're there for eight hours a day. But in the pandemic, it was more so about the home game mm-hmm. because your kids were always at home. And that was a big change for parents. So I, I agree with you. And again, I love the analogy of the mirror. Thank you. And I think I love what you're saying about the home game and the away game. Love, love, love anything to do with sports. And I, I think that that while very uncomfortable in the beginning, more because of just habit formation and like where I live in Silicon Valley, I think pre pandemic, I, I teach a lot of parenting workshops and I've I'm a parent in this community as well. It's a, it's a very high achieving kind of culture. And I think parenting is like this everywhere in our country. 
So there's like, you just sign them up one more activity. You're constantly in the car, you're rushing around. And I, I've been telling this story. I love, I love this moment, even though it was weird, but about a month into the shelter in place last year, I go out to bring something out, you know, to the, the driveway. And I kind of look at my car and I was like, I haven't been in that bad boy for a month. And I'm like, <laughs> I actually just was so happy to not be in the car driving kids from place to place. And I was so happy to get a break from that way of doing life and doing raising kids. It, I think it's so, you know what I'm saying? I oh, think it was very, fun. yes, it, that could be very, very refreshing. But then there's the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. You know, that, now you have to help entertain. Yep. Uh, be the chief, yeah. t- chief teacher. Yep. The chief principal. It. <laughs> And I think the technology, it was very easy for many of us. I know that well, kids were online all day anyway because of school. And then it's easy to, in their free time, instead of going to an activity out the away game, it's now becomes not the home game, the away game, the screen game. You know what I'm saying? So that <laughs> screen game just comes in where that can easily be this stopgap thing. And I think that's been a real struggle for many kids and families this year, because if you're working and the kids school ends at, you know, 11 AM or 2 PM, 1 PM, and you have meetings till 5 PM, you know, what are parents supposed to do? And I think that's where this whole idea of really being the parent you want to be and the, and the kid being the kid they want to be, that's where the rubber really hits the road, the test, because I think it's when you don't have something scheduled, you don't have someone telling you what to do, what are you going to do with your time? You know? And I think kids these days, it's much more difficult for kids to answer that question these days without reaching for a screen. It it reminds me of a commercial I've seen. I, I can't remember the product that it was for, but it's this mom, she's on a conference call and you know you can see that she's engaging the people that she's talking to. And then all of a sudden this doll comes up, <laughs> you know, and, and mom reaches over and pushes the doll back down and continues on with her. <laughs> I said, that's, that's what 2020 was like. It was like you know, that. With your kids all over the place. But yeah, I, I, I love that commercial. That's the part that I key on, not the product, but just, how funny that is and, and how that affects uh, parody. You know, you you seem to me to be a very influential person. And, uh, you know, because you said you, you do a lot of classes, you work with parents. Uh, you know, John Maxwell always says that leadership is all about influence, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. So how can our parents become that type of influencer as since they're the chief role model and even more so in 2020? Well, I love that question. And I love the word influence, uh, especially I know personally now I'm the parent of a tween slash teen. And whereas when my child was younger, my parenting uh, 
way of being, my approach every day could be much more direct. I'm the, you know, the leader, the clear manager, et cetera. Now where they become this tween teen where they just need so much more of their own, you know, their own sense of self. Now I can't just say, you know, tell them to do something and they're going to do it or sign them up and they're just going to go and make all these decisions for them. It's not about that anymore. It's much more about, like you said, being an influencer. And I think the biggest, my personal and professional opinion about this is that the biggest um, lever or area of control that we really have over this is basically what we do every day. So the you can only influence by example, I think. I think that like if I'm the kind of person that I live my life and I conduct my life with integrity and with hard work, I get up early, I feel, you know, I take care of my friends, I take care of myself, I care about spirituality, I care about productivity and I'm I'm walk. I'm not just talking the talk, but I'm walking the walk. Then I think kids this age, even though they act like we're the least cool or interesting person on the planet, you know, when they're teens, they, they are watching us and they are listening to us and they are noticing every little thing that we do. So they're taking notes. They are. Babe. They're taking they life are, notes. They are not playing, right? And you, and uh, it's great that you say it doesn't seem like they're paying attention, but they are. Yeah. And uh, you, you're going to raise someone who's going to end up being a lot like you. <laughs> so if that's the case, you have to really think about who you are and what you're getting across to your kids. And if you're not where you want to be, that's okay. Because none of us are perfect. But you can develop who you are and hone your skills as a leader. And then you go about your day, much like what you were saying, and have your kids watch that and take those notes that they're, because they're always watching, just like you said, and they can act on that. It's not too late. Even if you have teenagers, it's not too late to shift course because see, they'll see you shift the course. And they see you move to something more positive and they know that it can be done. Amen to that, Stan. And I, I love that. And I, I really love being able to talk with someone who I assume you're, you, your kids are probably a bit older than mine. How many kids do you, we didn't talk about that, but I assume your kids are a bit older than mine. And whenever I get the opportunity to interface with parents who've sort of already been down the full path, it, it gives me so much um, sense of um, just calm and respect because even though I'm this coach and I teach so many parents and even teachers, you know, there's nothing like experiencing that path, all your actual self. And I think we all will get there, you know? So I think right now what resonates for me is this idea that it's the parenting journey, the mirror that's being held up that we talked about, it's always an opportunity. It's never too late. It's never too 
like, oh, I, to be hard on yourself, that doesn't help. I think what helps is just feeling motivated and inspired by the fact that you are, you are helping this child see what is life really all about? What kind of person do you want to be? And it is, there isn't really a right and a wrong per se. It's more just modeling. And you've always got that chance to do that for your child. And especially when the teen years come, I think in some regards that um, the importance of all of this, it it increases, right? Because they're getting closer to being an adult. And so the time window is kind of, you know, it's getting closer to when they'll take life on their own. And you just want them to be prepared for that as much as possible, at, at least to have a solid inner sense of what matters, what doesn't matter, and yes, what is essential, yes, yeah. you know. And I think, I mean, for me and my family and the clients I work with and the place I live in, there's a lot, the environment has a lot of messages around money. It's all about money. It's all about status. It's all about these things. So I feel in my house, the home game and what I help my clients do is to say, well, wait a minute, what are you, what's important to you? What are your values? What, what's your family mission statement? You can forget all of that stuff because actually this pandemic has brought home the, the, the fact that it is what's happening in your family that is going to influence those teens the most even more than school, even more than social media, even more than their friends. I really believe that, that when you're choosing, you know, you have your dinner together every night, you have your spending time in in nature, whatever you're doing, going to the different services you go to, doing community service, um, having a certain type of role in the community, um, all of that is getting through to them. And I think they really need it, even though they act like they don't. They really need those forces of influence to help steer them and guide them through all the kind of the awkward things. They're going through a lot of awkward changes. And I felt that about you, that, that you know, you're being intentional in your influencing. And you asked me about my children. Uh, I have one and he's uh, 23. He's high functioning autistic. Mm-hmm. And then I have a daughter and she's 21 and she is a social butterfly. And the two can't be any more different. Uh, he's highly analytical, rules are rules, certain things have certain places they have to be in. And she's happy go lucky. Hey, things could go here, things could go there, you know, boom, 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 bounce. But that's who she is. Yeah, and getting them to work together—that uh, that's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I I I think that I have a similar situation with very two different great personalities, different personalities, um, and the pandemic in some ways kind of brought the siblings closer together, and also at the same time, after a few months, kind of brought them more on each other's nerves. So, you know, it's, it's both of those things at the same time, like most siblings. But um, I think in the family, one of the things we do weekly is we have a family meeting. And so on Sunday evenings, we sit down as a family and, you know, throughout the week, especially now that things are reopening, you know, we have, a, we each have very full lives and 
friends and things that we like to do and activities and lots going on. So that time we spend in a family meeting on Sunday evening is a time to just kind of sit together. I always start the meeting, whoever starts it, it doesn't have to be me. Sometimes the kids kick it off, but we start it with appreciations and we go around the table and we say things we really noticed and appreciated about each other throughout the week. Um, just kind of set a positive tone and encouraging nice. tone together. And we want each other to realize that even though life's moving fast and we're moving fast and we may have these moments of, you know, whatever irritation and things that come up in family life, but that underneath all of that, we're really noticing the good things about each other and we're articulating that. And I think that's very important for families to do and spouses to do to really have a culture of positivity and appreciation, because at the end of the day, if we don't do that for each other, you know, the world's not going to do that very often for us. I think no, that they're not. And not moms and dads and guardians out there, hear her all this because she, she just preached an awesome sermon and it's not even Sunday. It, it would definitely benefit you to listen to what she just said. Well, this completes part one of my episode with Karen. Make sure that you come back later in the week for part two and check out the podcast description for links to her website for her mastermind courses. God bless. Oh.